Smoothie King's new lemonade lineup is here. Lemonade, lemonade, the Smoothie King way. Try a strawberry guava lemonade SK refresher. Yum, yum, gotta get some. Made with real fruit, real juice, and real energy. Who's thirsty? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is one of those movies. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. Hello! And from Music Video Sins, Barrett Share. Hi, everyone! And because of popular demand, <laughs> we're going to do an Annihilation mini-pod. Yeah! Mini-pod! Nilipod. Nilipod. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, the movie isn't hammering it box office-wise. What which, is it doing? It made $11 million over the weekend I here. actually felt pretty good about my prediction that it was going to bomb, because mm-hmm. yesterday I saw an article that said, Annihilation's failure at the box office. Who's to blame? Audiences yeah. or the studio? So, yeah, I don't think it's going to make much money. No, it's not. I mean, $11 million here in America, it'll, it'll make a little bit more worldwide, but um it makes something like that it's gonna it's gonna drop off pretty pretty hard probably next next uh, week uh because even though there are people who are gonna go around saying i love this i love this it's still not the type of movie that gets everybody out to come see it you mm-hmm. know? so it's, well, it was uh, also even to people like us who are into the the director and into the cast and everything it was marketed so weirdly that you had no clue what was going on from the trailer. Now, that's the best way to present it. They could have done what I think they could have done. You're right. I'm glad. I was glad when the trailer didn't tell me much because mm-hmm. I was I was all in just with the director and the cast and the concept. But they could have given us a lot more of the trippy in the trailer. Yeah. To at least let people who like that know that that was there because there's no evidence it's that kind of movie from the trailer and to let people know who aren't into that hey maybe this isn't your bag yeah because the only people i've seen who haven't liked it are the people who went in just basically completely blind and just instead of regular sci-fi they got this yeah and it's just too much for some people i mean when the reason one of the reasons i got worried about the trailer was because it cuts to like the the animal with the the uh, the plants on its antlers, mm-hmm. you know, which out of context looks like kind of just weird creature CGI. And I'm yeah. not into that. Mm-hmm. But in context, it's gorgeous mm-hmm. and it works beautifully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what it's just a weird, weirdly marketed movie. I don't really know how it's like mother. Like, how do you actually market this? Mo- yeah, this that's movie? why you have, uh, uh, you know, it came out on February 23rd. It's that it's that release date man i'm telling you you see something like that coming out on that date you realize it's just not anything they could push in the spring it wasn't a summer movie i mean you could see this movie kind of movie coming out in like mid-april sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the same type of deal um it just and it wasn't bad enough to be a january movie so like it's it's in that weird you know, we hope it does something yeah. type of <laughs> yeah. see what release. happens here yeah so but unfortunately it had to run up against the second week of black panther yeah. and and uh and game night was taking some i mean even game night didn't really do great but mm. um game it, night's going to have a big second weekend i mean it will have it might have a it might have a drop that's not very 
that, big, yeah, that's all I mean. Yeah, but it won't. I don't think it's going to have a huge like you know like oh people are seeing this and just telling everybody to go see it. And it's one of those movies though that is pretty well rated on Rotten Tomatoes by the critics. It's like an eight point something, mm-hmm. but the audience score is even higher. Like mm. the audience word of mouth, I think is pretty high. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself. I'm an apostle for this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the other thing about Annihilation is. What is the deal with the Netflix release? Like the rest of the world is getting a Netflix release. Three countries got the theater theatrical release. Mm-hmm. I think it's China, Canada, and the U.S. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is getting Netflix somewhere in the first week of March, I think. Okay, yeah. so pretty soon afterwards. It's, it's a very curious, it would be an interesting case study, I think, in hindsight to see how it does. Because a lot of people I've seen on Twitter are disappointed, people around the world, that they, they can't see it until March something. Mm-hmm. And here I am on Twitter going, this movie's awesome! <laughs> um, so we'll see how it does. I also would, you know... I would like to watch it on Netflix, but I don't think I'm going to be able to for a while because I think that's part of the distribution structure. Uh, uh, anyway, Annihilation. Yeah, Annihilation. Without spoilers, did you like it? <sighs> Guys, I'm going to be the one that's different in this room. Wow. Oh, yeah. Did I, not like I it. I didn't like it. Wow. Really? Interesting. Now, I can, as Jeremy and Jeff were saying last week, I think you said, like, I dig it, but I could you could come up with a counterpoint about not digging it and i really couldn't argue with you well yeah i think it's gonna turn some people off i totally get that yeah now when i say i didn't like it i'm not putting it in f or d territory here right Uh, it's not bad it's just that i did not like it and i have even after i watched it and came up with my own opinion of what this movie is about and then went on the internet and started reading all the other interpretations (laughs) and all All the other exactly and and all of that and at least one matched the one that i thought uh even after reading that and going yeah 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 that's that's totally fits with what i saw in this movie it didn't make for me to say this is a good movie or Mm. this is something that i liked anyway Hmm. um i don't know is did did uh, alex garland come out and say that americans wouldn't understand this movie or something Did i have say not something seen that. like that? i haven't seen that either but i heard it from somebody and i was like okay well I, it's an interesting thing to say uh, i mean <laughs> just you know that's really the only country that you have right now to be watching the movie <laughs> yeah. but, um well and considering it's set in america and stars americans yeah i mean you know i guess it's sci-fi concepts that are that are you know this kind of big level sci-fi concept type of thing is what he's talking about yeah um and he might be talking about a certain portion of america or whatever that can't you know deal with something like this but wasn't 2001 a space odyssey wasn't that kind of panned by critics or it was like so. middle of the road that yeah kind of thing? i think so i don't think it was a hit or anything not necessarily comparing i am comparing it a little bit and we'll get into it a little bit in spoilers but it, this could be something like like that Could uh, be. where like some of the critics upon I, I think i mentioned that woody allen when he saw first saw 2001 he didn't like it and then he saw it like another three mm-hmm. times by the third time he was like this is one of the greatest movies yeah, ever made yep. so yeah i mean this this has the potential for something like that I, it can it can and uh, and obviously i will watch it a couple of more times mm. before i come to a final verdict but after my first viewing and we'll get into it in the spoilers as to why i feel this way about this movie but um but yeah i mean here's a guy that has really done no wrong as a writer and as a director so far and of course maybe that's possible that i was going in expecting something (laughs) yeah really you know and and it and it you know it was disappointing as to what was in my head but um i'm probably going to put this in 
originality means so much to me mm. uh and and i think this would be a c plus normally but i'm going to give it an extra little oomph to the b minus because of the originality factor mm-hmm. uh so that's that's the where that's where i'm going to sit on this one all right all right and barrett you liked it right i did uh some of the cgi in here is a little bit off-putting some of it is genius mm-hmm. i think um i can't wait to discuss those those things right yeah so i mean i think that keeps it out of like solid a territory for me but i think it's b plus a minus for mm-hmm. me uh because i you can you can tease this thing out so many different ways and each way that you uh you look at it uh, is is valid i think and you can make a strong argument for it and, and so kind of doing a thought experiment and saying like what if it is about this and then viewing it from that lens and then something else that is very cool to me and it makes the story more dynamic i guess yeah um and i'm i'm down with that Mm -hmm. Uh, performances were awesome music in this movie fucking kicks my ass yeah i could see some people being turned off especially towards the end um because it goes to a a different place man that's when it started hooking me even more (laughs) no i love that music and i loved it in the trailer too yeah yeah that that weird little whatever it is (laughs) like a keyboard getting thrown into a time warp Yeah, well, it all starts with those those bass that cello. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there. I think I had a conversation with a friend of mine about this movie, and it basically went like this. He said it doesn't answer any of the questions, and I said I think it's only interested in asking the questions. And my friend said, "Well, I didn't even understand what some of the questions were." Yeah, and I think that's a fair reaction to have um, because. This movie throws a whole bunch at you and says, figure it out. Yep. Um, now, for me, maybe it's just where I am in life, where I was the night. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen a movie with my brother. I was geeked out to love this because of Ex Machina. But honestly, just like just like my brother, we, walked, we both walked out really confused. <laughs> and it wasn't until the next morning when we both kind of went, yeah, yeah, I dug that. Same thing happened um, to me. And so, you, what do you... There's nothing I can say against Chris's opinion. Uh, I can't wait to dive into the specifics of what we all liked and disliked about it. But for me, it's a solid straight A. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't wait to go back, but I will be going back to game night first. Oh, okay. Um, which is something we'll talk about later. <laughs> we'll do a game night mini pod. <laughs> I just have to see it. Um, anyway, so yeah, solid A. Uh, anything else to say before we get into the spoilers? I don't think so. I mm. think this is a movie that if you want to dive into it, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have you to dive get into, into spoilers. It. Yeah. So uh, that's what we think uh, before the we get into the spoilers, and uh, you know, now let's get into. Them. Bring it, yeah. bring it. No spoilers. Miss Luke's father is actually Darth Vader. She's, She's the sister and the daughter. They just no, 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 that no, 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 no. I'm reading the books. So yeah, the the thing about this movie is that it's setting up this. And 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 this is I, I actually uh, read this on one of the one of the movie sites decided to do a breakdown of this movie and this is basically what I thought was going on during the whole thing is what if the Earth got cancer is mm-hmm. basically the conceit of this whole movie uh, we see at the very beginning of it some meteor hits a lighthouse and from that all this sort of you know this the shimmer comes from it and everything and it starts growing and growing and you know they're at one point i love i do love the line where they're in their little facility and everything and jennifer jason lee is like in a couple of months it will be where we're sitting right now yeah you know um and and so like everything that they encounter 
in this whole thing is you know they see the tree with all the weird flowers and stuff growing on it and everything this is sort of an, an allusion to cancer all these other different things that they keep seeing like just different it's a metamorphosis of some sort well when plus some- the 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 dna replication or the the cellular mutation that she sees is essentially cancer and she even mentions like some sort of tumor mm-hmm. at the beginning too yeah that, so yeah all those shots are kind of like setting you up for this cancer metaphor right what is she teaching when she's in her classroom she's taught she's teaching about cancer and cell division and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's uh and so like everything they encounter behind her and plus all the women who they send in here have some sort of affliction or like loss or something or actual like, cancer or actual cancer <laughs> in the case of jennifer jason right. lee um uh so it that seems very basic and simple to me uh if you if you look at subtext in the movie Mm -hmm. and everything um for me does that make it a good movie that it has this nice subtext to it and i felt like and this is a this is going to be a bad comparison because it's a bad movie that i'm going to compare this to but it reminds me of the village where Mm -hmm. you are you are watching this movie wrapped to see how it's going to end and all the way through it leading up to that point there's hardly anything i can grab onto that makes me want to continue watching other than the ending like there's mm-hmm. nothing in here there's no real meat i feel like to 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 make you keep watching over and over again mm. um and I feel like, uh, you know, as as deep as that movie can be in talking about cancer or self-destruction, which is another one that I've heard I've seen thrown around. Uh, there's nothing really if I didn't know that there was some sort of ending to this that sort of uh, I don't know, it doesn't really reveal much, but um, it just doesn't seem like there's much to, to grab onto until you get to that ending. Hmm. So that's where I'm where I'm coming from on this. That's there's, all right. There's not there's there doesn't seem to be anything like just entertaining enough in this in these middle sections. And yes, things happen, but it's like you know there's the the weird crocodile attack. Yep. Um, and then there's uh the the I think the best part of the movie is the bear um the bear and the, <laughs> the bear the nightmare the, bear the nightmare bear yeah <laughs> uh that has the scream thing coming out of his you know, that that's the best part of this movie for me oh, um, it's a really smart way to use you know what you've set up in terms of you know the mutation mm-hmm. evolution um to scare the shit out of me <laughs> because that that is truly one of the most terrifying things i've ever seen mm-hmm. um and it's it's a concept i've never seen used before on film no. where like you're hearing the last words of the victim come out of the killer animal's mouth <laughs> mm-hmm. as it comes to kill you um just freaky on a bunch of different levels um this is actually i'm almost embarrassed to say this this is actually the first i've heard of the cancer stuff and i totally think that's dead on Mm -hmm. i was one of those people approaching it from more of a self-destructive kind of approach where Mm -hmm. the movie for me and again one of the reasons i I love this movie is i feel like different people can take away different things from it Mm -hmm. Um, i'm a fairly self-destructive person (laughs) um and 
So a lot of that imagery and talk and dialogue really hit home for me. And it's pretty on the nose there in that scene with Jennifer Jason Leigh talking about, you know, everybody has some sort of self-destruction, whether Mm -hmm. it's smoking or drugs or an affair. Of course, Natalie Portman has had an affair. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I agree. I agree with one thing is that by the time we get to the end, one or two answers, I think, would have helped a lot. Mm -hmm. One (laughs) or two. Yeah. Um, I can still there. There is a point in the middle of that shimmering, colorful, rippling thing hovering in the center of the cave during all that amazing music mm-hmm. where I just went, fuck it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this Me is too. awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> that's that's literally I did want answers up until that point. And in hindsight, I would love to know one or two things. <laughs> Was it an alien? Is is Oscar Isaac an alien? Is mm-hmm. Natalie Portman now an alien? I don't know. I don't know. There's some of that I think that is at least somewhat answered. Well, you, I, I don't think Oscar Isaac is himself. No, I think that's fairly Blew clear. Up. Yeah, that's answered. So that's, but but I don't know what he is. Right. I don't know if he's supposed to be an alien or some kind of mutation or DNA combination of Oscar Isaac and something else. Okay, so here's here's one question that I think. Is valid. Okay, so I think just as Jennifer Jason Lee's clone or whoever that was in the cave says, it doesn't want anything. It just is, mm-hmm. right? right? Just like just like cancer. Cancer is not here to kill you. It's just existing. It mm-hmm. basically, you know, leeches onto the DNA and or not to the DNA, but to the cells, makes its own thing and does its own thing. It just happens to be in conflict with regular carbon-based, you know, life forms. What this is, I think, is that it 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 is at least from the sky, because we see that, that right. meteor come in. And I think it started off, you know, because it's refracting, I don't think it did want anything. I think it was just literally existing. Yeah. What I think is the counter to that, though, is why was Oscar Isaac the only one to get out? And why was Natalie Portman, his wife, the only other one to get out? Yeah. I think that it's morphed into something that does want to be, and that they sent Oscar Isaac's clone who call him Oscar Isaac, whatever his character's name is, Kane, I think. Kane. Yeah. Um, they sent Kane out to essentially recruit um, Natalie Portman's character so that she would go in and that they would have a chance to mate and propagate this this uh, species. I totally mate. agree. I totally agree, by the way. I totally oh, yeah? agree. Wait, uh, I'm confused. Go ahead. I'll Maybe I'll catch up. Uh, <laughs> no, I totally agree. I think they, I think, yes, they let Oscar Isaac out and either they know that he's married to somebody or that he will propagate the species with Mm -hmm. somebody out on the outside um but he he's you know before he blows himself up with the phosphorus grenade or whatever Mm -hmm. it is he's like go and find lena and and uh you know and tell her about this and everything well okay uh so after after he goes and tells her all of this stuff and everything well actually he doesn't ever tell her that's one thing that's he doesn't tell her what's going on no and i think that's that's maybe by design because it it knows possibly that she will follow or she will seek her own answers yeah i mean that's that that totally fits yeah, yeah um the the interesting thing for me at the ending of this is uh there's two there's two parts to this is is the alien natalie portman the one that's leaving the is it did she actually kill the real natalie portman mm-hmm. 
and then it's the alien one that's getting out because they don't really they just show them tug of war and it's just like one of those you know movie scenes where somebody's the copy of the other person and right. which one to shoot you know well, that yeah type of- and I, this is my brother and i came out with completely differing opinions here he thinks that's the real natalie portman i thought it was an alien yeah well here's here's the second part to this it doesn't even matter i don't think because she's looking at her cells all the way through they've been this. changed yeah they've she's already been, been changed altered. yeah yeah They've already been changed, so like it doesn't even matter as long as one of them gets out. Right, it's fine. Yeah. Well, so, wait, I got to ask you this then: Why does either of them need to get out if Oscar Isaac's already back out here in the real world? Well, he was close to death though. Well, and he only came Until back to life shimmer. after she did something. What well, was yeah. she doing? What did she have to go in there? She to destroyed do? the shimmer. So maybe I, I don't know. Maybe that's like the cosmic. They can't procreate until they. Maybe that's the evolution of whatever this alien thing was. Right, Originally, it's, it's just a kind of a cancer, and then its next stage of evolution is, oh, I want to procreate. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's now out in the population rather than being like a central location. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is one of those movies. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, I, I could probably watch it on a given day in a given mood and re- get really frustrated with it. Mm-hmm. Um I happened to watch it on a night where I was I decided I was down for some confusing ass visuals. Um you know, I've seen I've seen a lot of I thought Natalie Portman was fine in this movie, but oh, I don't yeah. think any of the actors are really doing any of the lifting here. Um I think it's the concepts, the visuals. Um you know, I didn't I didn't see anybody acting their ass off. Uh, I did with uh Tessa Thompson. Uh cuz she was by far the most vulnerable. I thought she was the most nuanced. She has a an interesting and tragic backstory and that final shot of her that wasn't even full on mm-hmm. when her veins start bulging yeah. out and she's putting the the flowers in there and she's walking off and you can see it just kind of like consumer but not the entirety of it yeah i thought that was brilliant well, and then and then lena runs to go find her and all she sees is yeah. those little plant-like things and like she could be one of them but yeah. you flower know, people flower people yep. yeah yeah, um, one of, what I did like about the movie uh, is how many different genres it touches. Mm-hmm. Like the first about third of this movie feels like it's going to be mostly a psychological sci-fi film, right? All the way up until when they go into the shimmer and wake up and suddenly three days have passed. Yeah, which is something I wish I wish they would have gone back to Me that too. a little more because it was just kind of dangled there and then never like. That never happens again. Right. Yeah. They are totally aware of all their time, as far as we know, the entire rest of the film, which is frustrating. Um, well, even though he does say at the beginning that it's been four months, three months or something like that, she thought it was only a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still. Yeah. Anyway. So and, and then after after that is we not very long till we get to the abandoned house submerged in water and she comes out and it's like, hey, there's nobody in here. Yoink. And yeah. it's like this jump scare thing. And I remember being startled and my brother just giggled because I'm guessing that happens in the book and he was waiting for it. Oh. <laughs> and because um, up until that point, I did not know I was in a jump scary kind of maybe horrorish film and gets psychedelic at the end and mm-hmm. trippy as balls and like the end of 2001. Yeah. Um, and I just I, I, I admire that because I feel like the film works as a whole, even though it's trying to do multiple genres at different times. By the way, uh, getting back to the um lena is allowed to leave thing and everything you do notice also that oscar isaac is like are you lena and she doesn't answer right 
So yeah. it's another one of those type of type of things. I mean, she does flash her eyes like he does, but yeah. again, like my brother said, that her DNA was changed already. So, and like you said, I ultimately don't think it really matters there at the end that the the future for humanity is probably bleak. Yeah, well, annihilated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I, I in one of the reviews I read after I'd seen it. And again, this was probably something I knew at some point, but one of the definitions or maybe even the root definition of annihilation is we think of it as destruction, but it's actually creation. It's actually like when two opposing things like combine and become energy. Mm. It's basically one of the definitions of annihilation. When you look at the movie in that light, I thought, oh, that's kind of deep. Landing yeah. is launching. <laughs> Landing is launching. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, so there are a lot of these nuggets to take from the movie and everything. And I do, I do appreciate that type of thing. I just don't know for me whether or not that made a complete full experience for mm -hmm. me. So that's where, that's where I landed on this one. And I appreciated that both the film inside of itself, the story and the marketing of the film from the studio basically had a film with five female leads mm -hmm. and n never made a big deal out of mm -hmm. it. Um, and I saw an interview with Garland where he was like, oh, we never intended to make a big deal out of that. You know, the, when you start calling attention to it is when you kind of cheapen it. Um, and what's funny is I'm, I'm reading that and I was like, oh, yeah, it was a team of five women. Right. Like, I'm, I'm sure at some point watching the movie, I was like, oh, there's no dudes in this group. But. You know, there are enough dudes in the story, I guess, maybe. I didn't realize it. That's it passes the, kind the Bechtel of, test. But that's the kind of <laughs> equality we want. Right. It's the kind that feels natural. And it isn't, you know, something we have to make a hoopla about because it just is. Yeah. Well, and this is coming from Paramount, who that they did Mother as well. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of interested to see if, because I believe they went through some upheaval there for, you know, they went and changed uh, all their, you know, their top execs and all of or changed at least one of them. Because they weren't coming out with anything that was hitting, or unless it was like a Transformers or something like mm, that. Right. And I wonder if the the idea was, well, I'm going to be completely different from what Paramount's done in the past, and mm. we're going to come out with Mother and and Annihilation, and you know, and all they that. They do have a Mission Impossible coming out. They do. <laughs> I mean, you have to pay the bills. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, but it is interesting that the big studio is deciding to do this, and it will be also interesting to see if they think it's worth it. Because mm -hmm. Mother didn't do anything. This doesn't appear to be doing anything. I wonder if it's like a Cloverfield Paradox thing, though, where that Netflix deal is worth oh, it a could chunk be. of change, you know? It could be. And and that they would trade a potential $100 million at the box office, which is less than likely for $55 million from I, Netflix. I, and you know? I doubt they got anything like that, because Cloverfield was apparently $50 million, and that was a known name entity. Uh, and this is also not including the United States for distribution. So I bet it was like somewhere more like 20 million. Mm. Did you see that article that the, in 2018 they have 700 new original movies and series coming in? <laughs> <Yeah>. mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, they're burning cash. There, mm -hmm. was a, there was a South Park that happened this past season where um, where the basically the conceit was that if you called Netflix, you could just get your thing <laughs> greenlit. <laughs> And like so, like uh, Cartman called. I think I think this is the one where they're where they're planning on doing their own superhero franchise or something, and they have it all written out on a chalkboard, like solo movie for this character. Uh, you know, then we get to the full. It was it's all like the Avengers and everything, but they end up calling Netflix, and the guy answers the phone and is like, "Hello, Netflix, you're greenlit. Please, <laughs> <laughs> please tell me your idea, please." You know. Um, <laughs> It is kind of like that. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs>
All right, guys. Uh, so yeah, if you're like me, I would say go to see it, but don't expect like to be just enthralled all the way through it. If you go in with low expectations or with saying like, you know, this is going to be something new. I think Jeremy mentioned last week that it's just unlike anything that he's seen before, which I, I agree with. Yeah. Um, then you can kind of be completely open to it and see you know what's happening. You actually, you I guess you probably saw it like that too. Yeah, but you also had pretty high expectations because of Alex. I Garland. did, yeah. I did. And uh, if you're like Jeremy and Barrett, go in head first and watch this thing. Yeah, so, baby. That'll uh, let's see. That'll do it for this mini pod. It's a mini pod. The Nile pod. <laughs> the Nile pod. Uh, this is Chris Atkins and Jeremy Scott and Barrett Share. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. And then last night I had a sexy dream with a celebrity. A celebrity? But I would never predict it. Male or female? Female. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad that we're starting with a wide net. Living or dead? Living. Uh youngish? No. Oldish. Angela Lansbury. <laughs> God, you I say no to young and you go straight to geriatric. Julianne Moore. No, but you're probably in the right age group. Uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. No, I have no idea how old she is. I wonder how Should old I just she... tell you? Go ahead. It's more more tyranny. Oh, more tyranny. tyranny. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, I like, <laughs> I like me some more tyranny, but it man. It was like super. I've never, I mean, she's cute, but I've never had like a thing for her. I have. And it was just, oh, it man. was like in college one time I had a vivid sex dream and it was with J-Lo. Mm. And, um, I, and she wanted to make me like her sex toy. Basically, she would bring me everywhere with her, leave me in the hotel, go do whatever celebrity stuff she was doing, and she wanted me to stay there so she could fuck me whenever she wanted. Nice. And that was a super detailed, vivid dream. And this that's kind of I had last night. Again, with an unexpected... Nobody on my top ten list. You know, nobody on my laminated, you know, I'm allowed to sleep with you list.